College football is back in the biggest, most epic kickoff weekend ever. Top-ranked teams and top-tier matchups. We have as good an opening week slate of games than I can ever remember. Number 20, USC takes on the top-ranked defending champion Crimson Tide. Number 10, Notre Dame faces Texas. And number 11, Ole Miss battles the fourth-ranked Seminoles. The road to the college football playoff starts. Labor Day weekend on ABC, ESPN, and streaming live on the ESPN app. And watch ESPN. Well, today was a game that the Mets literally gave away to the Phillies. But you know what? A 5-2 and two week? This is exactly the kind of week they needed. And the best week that they've had since we've started doing this show. So, even after a bad game like today's, I'm the most excited I've ever been to say, Mets Rap 360 starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV! And now... Let the buzz begin. Oh, there it is. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. That's right. Hansel Robles is not going to cry on my parade or rain on my parade. Make me cry. Terry Collins is not going to rain on my parade either. Welcome to Metro 360. I am Christian Blatt on Twitter at ChristianDMZ. The show itself, at ABTV Mets on Twitter. And down at the other end of the desk, hello, the lovely hello. and talented Andrew Fasano, at Thank Andy Fasano. Uh, on assignment, Matt Ritter. And this kind of assignment means that he's determined to make sure that the casinos in Vegas give him back all of his money. Or so, he's scouting. He, he yeah, might, maybe he's scouting. I know, scouting. he should have he uh, <laughs> gone down to see the uh, 51s. He would have seen Nemo. He would have seen Conforto, but that's all right. Uh, anyway, in a few minutes, we're going to be joined by a return guest, uh, Jaron Kiviat of NYM News. So we'll talk to him a little bit about this week. This is a great week. It didn't end perfect, but it was so good. Like, even last night when I went to bed, I'm like, this is going to be the best week we've had since we started <laughs> the, most the show. Enjoyable this is going to be the most enjoyable show. Yeah. Um, and again, they tried as hard as they could to you know take away uh, my festive atmosphere. But I, I wore yes. the very specific uh, <laughs> Mets Kiss T-shirt for those of you watching. That shirt's on, amazing. It, I'm pretty excited. It says "Dress to Kill" at the bottom, and it's all four members of Kiss in uh, Mets uniforms. Where did you get that? Uh, it was I'd seen it somewhere. I saw somebody wearing it, so I asked for it for Christmas it. or my birthday it's or something. Insane. And and I, you know, I kind of forget. You know, my my gift list will kind of roll over. Right. But people always, you know, people who know you like the Mets, they will always get you Mets stuff. Like you should see some of the stuff I have. Some of it's in front of me. <laughs> a little home run apple. The uh, Mike Piazza doll was right. a gift from our friend Zach Wilson. You know, I've got I've got so much stuff, and um, I've I've successfully uh, worn a different shirt every show that we've done, and uh, since you know, well, hopefully we have eight more shows. Uh, if we had eight more shows, I have eight more shirts, so we'll be fine. See, that's what's awesome about having somebody like around who's yeah. a fan of something like you are, because you always know what to get you. Yeah, you know that's true, I mean? and and, and no then it's what. like. You start, people start having to buy a little bit more obscure things. Right. Like the little bullpen car. That's fun. The remote control bullpen car is amazing. It's I like love a that challenge. Um, now, uh, for anyone looking on YouTube, you do not seem to have a Mets shirt on. However, no. you but are I wearing, do. you're wearing the cape. I, I am wearing so, the cape, and I try and keep it pretty much blue and orange right. at all times, you know? Yeah. But, like, I am wearing the cape. I feel like people who may have missed need to see this. Yeah, show. people who haven't seen the last few shows should see if you're watching on YouTube. 
um, that uh, she uh, is wearing the New York cape, which I mean, I she told us thing. about. Uh, anyway, uh, so we are joined by return guest Jaron Kiviat, who uh, squeezed us in sort of last minute. He's driving up from the OC and uh, messaged him. I'm like, hey, why don't you come on the phone today? And uh, that worked out perfectly. Uh, Jaron, welcome back to Metro 360. Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, great to uh, great to have you back on the show. And uh, obviously, uh, NYM News and it's NYM underscore News on Instagram and Twitter for anybody who wants to try and find it. Uh, Jaron, I just want to get your thoughts. You know, for, we've been doing this show since the beginning of May. Hands down, this was the best week of Mets baseball we've had to talk about. Now, even though today was not a, a great game, not a feel good game, the week was still great. Wouldn't you agree, Jaron? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, after the first two games in San Francisco, if you're like a realist, a realistic Mets fan, you're looking at the season like, oh, man, it's almost over, like the way yeah. we're playing. And then they come out strong in the last two games in San Francisco. Then they look good in Philadelphia, uh, against Philadelphia. And, you know, they just, they and St. Louis, too. They've just been, they've just, they, I mean, Reyes, I think he's, pretty much sparking this team right now yeah reyes has been the spark plug that they wanted and uh i didn't bring it the last few weeks but uh longtime viewers who watch the show on youtube <laughs> will see that i have the cabareas wine it is however not open no. but i brought it because you know i i feel really good about reyes i feel you know he's on the dl for a little while i couldn't bring it then yeah so uh yeah i think that having him in the lineup is huge. And, you know, Jaron actually getting Cespedes back in the lineup and having his dribble Cabrera back, although it looks like we might lose him again. No, but the, the few games we had him, you know, it was great. Everything was firing on all cylinders except Jay Bruce. But everybody else was doing <laughs> so well. Uh, it was a good feeling throughout the week, wasn't it, Jaron? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jaron, do you feel like this was maybe like a last ditch effort by them? Like they have nothing to lose, and that's why they came out. Like they did this week. They play well, I I think Perry has to have some sort of motivation on the team because you know let's face it, if you're I understand the whole injuries has to you know play with the season obviously, but if you're looking at it from uh, the perspective of Sandy Alderson, he's like you know we were the National League champions last season, and if you're not going to make the playoffs the following season, that's embarrassing, and <laughs> you may as well get fired. So I think Terry has his team playing for his job right now, pretty much. Yeah, I think that that's a good observation. I think that, uh, you know, e even if they, say, make a wild card, there's a chance that uh, Terry could lose his job. But I think if they end up, you know, sort of in a real tailspin during the last month, uh, you know, maybe maybe Terry doesn't even make it to the end of the month. But mm. uh, there was a point, you know, two weeks ago, uh, you know, when they were winning two games a week, the last two weeks where it was like, I don't know how much longer Terry has, but they definitely bought him a little time. The, there's some really important games coming up, which uh, we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. But, uh, Jaron, while we've got you on the phone, uh, what kind of stand out for you? You know, uh, Andrew and I will break down each of the games throughout the week. Uh, but what are some of the standouts for you, what, either players or individual performances uh, throughout uh, some of these games against, uh, you know, the, the game against uh, the Giants, the Sunday night game, actually finished after we did our last show. So we're looking at that game, all three games against the Cardinals, and all three games against the Phillies. Well, I definitely think that the three players that have to stand out for me right now, well, obviously Thor, but, you know, he's yeah. been a great pitcher all year, of course. But the three players that stand out for me this week have to be Seth Lugo, 
Robert Kasselman. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> yeah, Kasselman. I think that's how they say it. It's such a weird name to have yeah, anybody's name start GS. <laughs> yeah, Robert Kasselman. Yeah. And, and Jose Reyes. I yeah. mean, Reyes was hitting like 230, 240 like a couple weeks ago. Now he's hitting like 285. Yeah. Seth Lugo came out of nowhere, and everyone's like, who's this guy? And he had two great starts. And, of course, Robert Kesselman, maybe it's just the hair, but he looks great. Yeah, no, you know, that, that's a good point. That makes him a fit for the rotation is that hair. And I think they talked about I think he might even have longer hair than Thor right now, so that's good. Uh, you know, and because we're talking about it, you know, we always talk about player of the week at the end of the show, but it's relevant. Uh, my players of the week, because it's a tie, mm. are Seth Lugo and Robert Kesselman. I know that Kesselman got you know tagged with the loss today. He pitched great for six innings, only giving up one run. And coming in for Nice on Tuesday, you know, that was crazy to have him pitch that well. Seth Lugo looked great. And, uh, you know, they wouldn't be anywhere without those guys. And to have a whole turn through the rotation – to have those guys and now uh, uh, Montero on Monday, you know this is this is going to be tough to uh, you know keep trotting out players with that little experience. And you know to be honest, they're good pitchers, but it's not like when you called up Syndergaard. You know these are guys yeah. that the the ceiling isn't quite as high. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with you. Those are players that having them pitch well was great. Seeing Reyes. You know, be the, as we said, the spark plug. That's been important, but it it all. I feel like it all wouldn't be happening as well without uh, a healthy Cespedes. You know, both defensively, at least adequately. You know, it, 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 when he was still hurting, he wasn't really going after balls, and they were falling in and, and things like that. So, uh, I think it's been great, and of course. We had a great at-bat yesterday, Andrea, from your friend, Kelly Johnson, yes. who hit a grand slam. Very excited about so, that. So, yeah, and, you know, it, it's it's great because you feel like, except Jay Bruce, mm-hmm. everybody on the team is really pitching in. Well, I think that's what's a huge thing about – that's definitely a huge thing to bring up about the Mets this week. All we ever do is talk about, okay, who's the best player? And for the last few weeks, we couldn't even name one that really stood out because no. it was just somebody who wasn't doing a shitty job. Yeah, it's like now, it was who's the least terrible. Seriously. Yeah. And then this week, you have a couple of grand slams. Yeah. You know, we always do the thing where we get a bunch of home runs in one game, yeah. and it's like nothing happens in the other games. And that didn't happen this week. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people stepped up to the, to the plate. Um, even watching one of the games, uh, I forget if, whether it was a Philly or St. Louis, but the errors that those guys were making yeah. reminded us, reminded me of our team. Yeah. And I was like, just, oh my gosh, just thank, as recently as a goodness. week ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were a bunch of errors in one of the uh, St. Louis games. Uh, I think it was uh, Thursday. No, it was Wednesday, I think. Mm-hmm. No, no, because Wednesday's the one they won. So yeah, I think it, I think it was Thursday. Yeah. They really took advantage of the defense. I yeah. mean, and I'll bring up my player of the week later, and I'll tell you why specifically. But um, I just, I really think everybody across the board stepped up, and that's what we needed. So yeah. whatever the reason is whether it's about Collins or not like hey I'll take it right? whatever it is it's great so Jaron uh, as you post at NYM news on Instagram and been on following Twitter, you on Instagram by the way love it thanks for the news what what have uh, what have people been saying in the comments I mean I feel like they were a lot more pessimistic only one week ago are they uh, you know kind of holding out a little bit more hope than they were not too long ago well, the two biggest things I noticed is that people are getting a little bit edgy about Jay Bruce. They're not really yeah. patient with him. And, you know, the New Yorkers, I can understand <laughs> it. But I, I, I feel like Jay Bruce is going to eventually break out. I just have a gut feeling about it. And he's obviously a great player. Yeah. I don't think this is going to last long. It's just him still getting used to New York, in my opinion. 
So there's that. And also another thing is, is, you know, each week, even if the Mets play well, I see more and more people calling for Terry's head. I, I just don't yeah. see this working out for Terry in the end, to be honest. Yeah, no, no. I, I think it's it's a very uh, tenuous situation. Although, you know, everybody says that uh, get rid of Terry, bring in Wally Backman. That's a different set mm. of circumstances. There's there's a reason why Wally hasn't been a major league manager yet. But he does a great job in Vegas. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that... Uh, that's absolutely right what you're saying about Jay Bruce. I'd like to see him hit this week, but after next week, uh, starting on Labor Day, they're going to be playing three games in Cincinnati. And if he doesn't hit in Cincinnati where he racked up all those RBI, then I'm going to just assume that uh, you know he's given up on the season. Okay. So I, I'd like <laughs> to see him do it before a week from now, but at least you know two weeks from now he ought to be able to do something. But you know, it, you're you're uh, the announcers both on the radio and TV side have both said that he just looks like he's pressing. Keith Hernandez, you know, in particular, if he has something that he notices as a flaw in what a hitter's doing, I'm usually going to listen because obviously he was such a proficient proficient hitter uh, until he went to Cleveland. But uh, anyway, so uh, Jaron, as you look ahead to this uh, important week for the Mets. Uh, which we'll get into some of the specifics though uh, a little later. There are four games against the Marlins and three against the Nats. Uh, obviously, you're not really chasing the Nats anymore, being nine games behind them, I think. And, you know, during the last month or so, they've always been somewhere between nine and 12 games behind the Nats. But they're only a game behind the Marlins So for the wild card. So, you know, you can definitely have a strong series. You know, you got four games against them and you'll play them again, too, that I, I feel like they could make some headway. Are you encouraged from what you've seen from the Mets this week that they'll kind of carry this into next week? Oh, there's no doubt. If if the Mets stay healthy, which, of course, is a big question. You know, it's always a question, every, yeah. Every day, every day it's like a new injury, it seems like. But, you know, if Walker, uh, Cabrera, Reyes, and Sesmas, if they're playing, I think – we should be destined to win at least three out of four against Miami. I they, when those go, when those four guys are playing, this is a whole different team. And in terms of the Nationals, I mean, obviously it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really, really difficult. But looking at it, I mean, we have like seven games, I believe, left with the Nationals, only nine games out. Right. And if the Mets could stay hot, you know, we've seen how they could beat the Washington Nationals like yeah. when they're hot and when they're healthy, like well, as we saw last year. So I really believe that, uh, you know, if we have a great week this week heading into the national series, that we could definitely make some headlines and maybe possibly even challenge them for the division. Yeah, we no, still no, have look, a lot of there games. are a lot of games. And uh, if they could win the majority of those, you know, the, the Nats haven't looked great lately. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I talked about this back in July. The key to having good games against the, the, the Nats is you don't have to hit Daniel Murphy it wouldn't hurt the team. It might hurt Daniel Murphy, but he's way too comfortable at the plate against exactly. all the Mets pitchers. And you know, brush him back. You know, knock him over. Don't hit him. But if you, you know, if you have to, yeah. Let's put it this way: if if Syndergaard hits him, it's because he meant to hit him. Right. But uh, you know, if, if one of the other guys is trying to brush him back, he's just so comfortable at the plate, and it, it's it's just ridiculous at this point. And he, I get it. He's your friend. He was on your team last year. Everybody pretty much loves the guy. But, right, you know, for those seven games, you don't love the guy. You don't even like the guy. You hate the guy for those seven games. Exactly. I think that that's the key to those games. I think that they match up pretty well against the Marlins, uh, except for tomorrow, Jose Fernandez against Rafael Montero. But you kind of wonder, you you can argue this anyway, but sort of your biggest question mark 
against the best pitcher that the Marlins have at this point, you know, the game that you maybe are least likely to win to begin with, maybe you, you don't put one of your, you know, you don't have a choice. Exactly. Yeah. You really don't have a choice, but having the, the guy that you don't know what you're going to get against the best pitcher, I think that's fine. You know, I mean, I understand how aces usually match up, but if the Mets lose that game and win the next three, I, I that's obviously a huge victory, you know, and jumping over them in terms of the division, but also for the wild card. Were you going to say something, Andrew? I was going to say, wasn't John Carlo hurt? Yeah, Stanton is, he, I think, out for the rest of the year now. He was pretty aggressive towards us. Yeah. Like, he, he did pretty well in a couple of those games. Yeah, so he, that's he, kind of a bonus He had, us. like, a monster, like, five at-bats in a yeah. row over two games. And some saves. Yeah. Uh, defensively, he yeah. robbed us. It's blind. true. So him being out of this lineup, it's a much it's better a time to play him. D. Gordon is back, uh, with, but that's a completely different kind of game. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, it, which reminds me, Jaron, you know, the fact that D. Gordon's going to be playing the Mets this week. I think that they've done a much better job with the running game uh, this week than they did the last couple weeks. Wouldn't you agree? Like, oh, yeah. Definitely. The opponent's running game, I mean. They yeah, yeah. have not, you know, the Diamondbacks, I, I think you know, the Diamondbacks didn't even play the Mets today and they stole four bases on uh, Darno. <laughs> so I, I think that, you know, those are the little things that are really important that they have to keep up. So, well, uh, Jaron, we'll make sure to have you on again before the end of the season. And hopefully we're uh, talking about a happy recap on the season, looking ahead to the wild card or maybe even the division series. You know, let's let's be positive. That's what that's all we can do at this point. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a week from now, it might be a little harder to be positive. But right now we have a good feeling. So uh, what everybody should know is uh, NYM underscore Mets on Twitter and Instagram. Anything else they should know on where to find you? Yeah, I just, I just got to correct you, NYM underscore news. And yep. one last thing about uh, Jose Fernandez, I just looked at his stats. He has a 3.92 ERA in his last seven games. I mean, uh, that's still not that bad, but he's a, he has a 2.91 ERA this season. So he's pitching below average right now, it's yeah. safe to say. And- and so he does. Maybe we can steal a win tomorrow. He does. We'll he does pitch the best at Marlins Park because that outfield is enormous. So not <laughs> exactly. that not that City Field is a yeah. bandbox, but uh, yeah, right. it's a, no. That's that's very useful information. And yeah, I'm sorry. It says right here, and it says on the little screen. It says NYM News. But I'm so excited. I kept saying the name of it wrong. But uh, <laughs> wait, I, have him say it again, Jaren. Say it one more time. NYM underscore news. NYM underscore news. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So he said it right. So everyone knows. I didn't say it right. I won't <laughs> say what the wrong way was. So it's NYM underscore news. Uh, anyway, Jaron, thanks again, and we'll definitely talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Let's Take go care. Mets. That's right. Let's go Mets. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he does great on his, uh, on his Instagram. He you really know, does. I, I, I follow it, and you look at it, and, you know, it's like, oh, 16,000 people have liked Crazy. this. Crazy. Yeah, so. And it uh, really, I think the coolest part is he engages people. So yeah. So it's like a, real, a conversation on Instagram, which is funny. Much like the conversation we have, people can have a conversation with go. us at ABTVMets on Twitter. We're not on Instagram. I don't know I'm why. personally on Instagram where I'm going to post our photo, which is really funny. We, so if you we did check take that a out, fun photo right before we go started. Go to at Andy Fasano. Yeah, <laughs> and and I'm at Christian DMZ also on uh, Instagram. Uh, all right, so uh, let's break down some of these games. You know, we we kind of alluded to Sunday, the game that was going on as we started. Right. And I remember right before we finished. I said, uh, you know, unless Samarja, who was pitching for the Giants, unless Samarja has a no-hitter. And I'm listening to that game, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's terrible. He really is bad. He should not have a no-hitter against the Mets. And I was like, I, I can't believe I said it. I was already thinking of what kind of tweet. And 
I was so convinced. I'm like, he's not good enough to throw a no hitter. And he wasn't pitching that well that night. You know, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, he was missing his spots a lot. Right. Even the announcers were talking about it on ESPN. And when he gave up the hit, I was like, okay, now they have to win. <laughs> so uh, it was great because uh, Samarja gives up the double to Curtis and then a home run to Cespedes, which was definitely, as we talked about last week, having him back in the lineup. You know, hitting home runs, but there's also always the potential he can hit home runs. So you right. pitch everybody else differently. So it was a great feeling. You know, we did not have the cheeriest of shows last week. <laughs> I feel like the week before was worse, but we still only had two wins in either show. Yeah. So it was a great feeling. They won two games in a row, and then we had Monday off. Mm-hmm. Always a great feeling. Right. But Thor pitched well on Sunday. And that's Which, important. Didn't they not have the Monday before off? So maybe yeah. that's something. I, I mean, think just getting a day to, you know, kind of, you know, and they had to travel we to St. Louis too. We talk about superstitions all the time. So I'm kind of excited that they didn't win today, thinking that maybe going forward it'll be yeah. a, a win <laughs> week. Right. Who knows? Well, it's, it's true because a lot like... of times they win on Sunday, but it's usually been a terrible week right. up until that point. So, right. you know, whatever we can do to help superstitiously, uh, uh, we will. Um, and so. That you know, so that was great. So then the St. Louis series was very important because they were leaking, <laughs> leaking. They kind of felt like they were leaking, <laughs> they were but they leaking. were leading for the second wild card, uh, and, and they still are. But uh, they had like a sizable three and a half game lead at that point. So the Mets were really trying to chase them down for that. And so on Tuesday, that's a very important night. You have John Neese pitching, which is like you don't know what you're going to get, and you literally didn't know what you were going to get because he was out right away. And Gesellman comes in. You know, and he was somebody that was supposed to be long relief, but uh, not expected to basically pitch the whole game. And that's why he's one of my uh, players of the week, as I alluded to. You know, it was a seven to four win. That's a that's a good, solid. You know, there was a lot of good uh, offense. Mm-hmm. They played really well. The Cardinals did not play well, which no. is important. You know, it is important. in this series. There were things that just baffled you, like Yadier Molina trying to steal third and being out by a mile and a half. And you're like, he's smarter than that. He's a catcher, you know? And I get it. You know, the Mets ha- are have been easy to steal on. But that right there shows like, no, nah, you know, they're not that easy. Right. So they were just doing a lot of stupid things on That's the base That's what pass. the Mets have been doing, playing dumb. Yeah, so while they were playing dumb. When it dumb, comes yeah. down to the final moments, they could really take advantage of it. I know. They should be a little smarter. <laughs> right. So uh, that was good. And I would say that the most troubling game of the week was the only loss before today mm-hmm. because it was the Wednesday. second bad outing by DeGrom. Uh, you know, the, they lost 8-1. to one, and they they they're doing what they have to. They have to skip a turn in the rotation. You know, let let him get basically ten days before he pitches again. Just uh, rest. He looks like he's probably been a little worn down. He'd look good before that. And it's not like he comes out of the box and pitches terribly. You know, he was good for a few innings, so maybe a little bit more rest. You know, I, I hope that we don't see too many starts out of Rafael Montero. But hmm. if we have an ineffective Degrom. And obviously, we've already lost. Uh, we've lost Harvey mm-hmm. and uh, Mats. We don't know when we'll see him again. Looks like we're not going to get Wheeler. So, like all this great pitching we're going to have, it's Syndergaard right now. And look, people have pitched well, and you know we've talked a lot about Bartolo. He's pitched yeah. so well. Every once in a while, he has a real clunker. But you know what? He's he's older than I am, and I already you know I'm forty. Some days I wake up and I'm like, I just don't have it today. All right, <laughs> he's maybe tomorrow. Consistent. Maybe tomorrow will be my day. So. 
that was the worst part about that game. Uh, also, you know, they, they, they'd won three games in a row. You're mm-hmm. like, all right, they're really building on something. They got to they gotta do well against the Cardinals. And then they didn't. <laughs> and you're like, uh-oh. And then they have this guy, Seth Lugo, pitching on Thursday. So going into that, you're like, what are we going to get? Right. What we got but was great. He uh, didn't have a win yet. No, he didn't. And the thing was that, you know, he had been left in a little bit too long in a game. And, you know, one of those games in San Francisco – so it kind of wasn't on him. He pitched as well as he could for a guy who wasn't really supposed to be a starter. He was also supposed to be long relief. So Lugo looked great. Adam Wainwright, by the way, looked terrible. <laughs> he pitched so poorly that uh, they were really able to take advantage of the errors, like I alluded to earlier. And, you know, I mean, he didn't pitch well anyway. He, But, you know, to have all those errors behind him was not going to help. Uh, and there were some great at-bats by a guy that I have not been kind to in past shows, but I'm really coming around on. Diaza. Diaza looked great in that game. So, you know, it's it's hard to, to knock the success in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, look, two out of three against the Cardinals. It was a series you had to win. You would have loved to sweep, but when DeGrom doesn't have it, you're not going to sweep yeah. anybody. So... Uh, and to, we were happy. With, I was happy with the two because yeah. starting the week, that was already above half of you guys' uh, predictions. So. Yeah. Well, I, you know, one once they won on Friday and we had three wins, I decided I'm like, I'm going to just keep my stupid Twitter mouth shut there you go. because I've said <laughs> things that I've had to take back. I was just like, well, this is already going to be a better show than last week. I was so Because we pumped. had three wins. Yeah. You know, because we had we got to count Sunday mm-hmm. and then we had two wins against the Cardinals. Which is funny because I made pr- my prediction of three and three and I don't count Sunday because when we're filming, I'm just like, okay, that's a You were a just looking beyond that. I was looking Monday through Friday. Or sorry, Monday through Well, the it next, was Tuesday right. through Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so, right, there were only X amount of games. And so I was like, okay, three and three. So by that point, and my Twitter's blowing up with the awesome Richard Hurley. One of our biggest fans. Right? We love you, Richard. Telling me what's going on. And I so rather his tweets be positive than yeah. the, like telling me the bad news. So it yeah. was awesome. So, Thank you so again, Richard. So Richard, when you have good news, yeah. <laughs> always make sure to get it to Andrea a little faster. That, that'll, that'll the bad news you great. can sit on for a little bit. Right. Yeah, no, and we love everybody who follows us at ABTV Mets. There Thank you. Go. you. Uh, but Diaza mm. was going to be one of my... Um, People in the running for uh, Player of the Week. He's in the running. Well, he should be, which we'll talk about. He did great. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, momentarily. So Friday was Cologne, who pitched very well against the (laughs) Phillies. Uh, You know, there there were some garbage runs late by the Phillies, but uh, they won 9-4. to And you just had a good feeling, because Cologne looked good, and Reyes and Cabrera let off the game back-to-back home runs. That was fantastic. And, you know, Cabrera has another run. And Wilmer... Has a grand slam. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, Wilmer has a grand slam. And as I've talked about before, he is my son Felix's favorite player. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I made sure he was very excited when that happened when we were watching on TV. And as you remember, he's Felix's favorite player because sometimes Felix just needs to cry too. So that's <laughs> why he likes Wilmer because Wilmer just sometimes knows that he has to cry. So that was a great game. Uh, that It felt good. And then there was a dominant performance on Saturday by Syndergaard. 12 to 1. And, uh, you know, Hellickson had looked pretty good for Philly this year, but boy, did he not look good that night. Uh, Cabrera <laughs> with a two-run home run. Morris Drupal Cabrera. Look, I was wrong on that guy, mm-hmm. all right? He's been great. Uh, a uh, Cespedes three-run home run. And, you know, there was uh, Diaz doubled in two runs, which was another great uh, at-bat by Diaz. But as they talked about on the radio side, that Neil Walker had a great at bat before Diaz to kind of keep the keep the inning alive and actually getting on base. Yeah, the you know, they really worked the count, which was great. 
Uh, and then your guy, Kelly, Kelly Johnson. Johnson, hit a grand slam. So, Which is crazy. Yeah. And oh, and if that wasn't enough, Neil Walker also hit a homer a little later. So there was so much going on in that game. And uh, <clears throat> it was a great game. One of those ones that you don't have a lot of laughers this season for the, in the Mets' favor. You have a bunch against them. Mm-hmm. But a 12 to 1 game, you're like, great. This, this is perfect. Yeah, and it's fine after a 9-4 to and a 10-6, to you know? Like, we'll take that because it doesn't feel like just a fluke like yeah. it usually does. No, no. It, it, Especially when you have later those, in the week. Yeah, so you're, you're I was really like happy with that. having a good week. We're, we're building momentum towards a great show. Yeah. The team's clicking exactly. on all... That's the, all I care about. The team's clicking on all cylinders. <laughs> yeah. Except Jay Bruce. Then, this morning... Uh-oh. Sassfittis and Walker not in the game. Precautionary measures. I'm pissed about Walker. I, well, I'm pissed too. You know, he, uh, you know congratulations on the birth of his, his child. By yeah. the way, that's why he was gone earlier. But anyway, um, so I, we hope he's. We hope they're both okay. Uh, Cabrera getting hurt in the game. Now you talk a little bit about this because you were so mad. I'm really mad, especially <laughs> after his performance this week. I mean, uh, he I mean, showed how you know, valuable I'm gonna, he is. I'm just leading into why I love him so much this week because because he dyed his hair. He's my player of the week. He's no, your player I of the week. I actually hate. Yeah, his I'm not crazy hair. about that. But <laughs> both he I and feel. both he and Cabrera has dyed right. their hair. You know, I don't like it on either of you them. You know how I feel about the attractiveness of these players that I want to love. Yes, like <laughs> Kelly Johnson. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. yeah. I actually never even talked about that. Hopefully Kelly Johnson does not dye his hair, by the way. No. Yeah. But um, yeah, Cabrera, just a couple of home runs. And then, but really what sold it for me, I mean, I'm just, we're we're going into it already. I'll just tell you. What sold it for me was the dive he had to save um, at third. I mean, you know, between Reyes making like a huge jumping play, that was awesome. There was some great defense. Amazing defense that we haven't seen. And I really felt like these guys just stepped up. And then Cabrera, Cabrera... for I'm like saying his name in my head differently. Um, Cabrera, it's Drupal that throws you off. It, I think it is because if you think it's Drupal, like, well, that's an unusual name. But it anyway, is unusual. Um, for him to make that dive at third, you know, to chase a play down after Reyes misses it, like that's professional baseball. To exactly. Me. That is what he should have gotten hurt on. Knock on wood. Which I was thinking, and I was like, oh, he doesn't. And then all of a sudden, he gets hurt. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Running to first? Like, what? How does that even happen? How does it even happen? And it's so funny because I watched it, and as soon... I, I was going to say about the game the other day, and then as soon as today happened, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Because I couldn't wait to bring up yeah. how amazing the play he made in the middle of the week was, yeah. and then this thing happens. I get it. It's the name of the game, but, oh, that got me <laughs> fired up. I was so pissed because that was such... An awesome thing to do for him to like tag that guy out. Yeah, it, no, no, you just don't I, I, see those kinds even, of plays. Even every in today's day. loss, there was some great defense. Yeah, so yeah. It, you like seeing good defense. You yeah. know, it's important. A little fired and, up, guys. A little fired. No, it's up, good. But I'm good. I'm hey, good. somebody loves the defense, yes, and that's important I because do. if you have great offense, it doesn't matter if you have a lousy defense, yeah. as the Cardinals found. And I think right now the Brewers are leading in uh, <laughs> in, in errors. So you know, both of them not doing well. But anyway, so there were those injuries heading into today's game. So it was going to be an uphill climb. And Gaselman pitched great through six innings. He gave up one run, as I said earlier. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Terry's definitely in a tough spot because the bullpen has really been overworked a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And he, sure, bring him back out for the seventh. But what exactly what I talked about last week, Terry will always leave a guy in for one, two, maybe three batters too many. And he definitely needed to go get him earlier. I understand, you know, he gives up a hit, you want to let him try one more. But once the second guy got on base with no outs, you needed to bring in somebody else. 
But it turned out it wasn't going to matter what you did if you were going to bring in Hansel Robles, who <laughs> I was really hard on early in the season. He looked great at one point. <laughs> we're way past the point of where he was good. Uh, you know, if it weren't practically September, I would say, you know, send him down to Vegas, but keep him on the roster for mop-up duty in games that you're either blowing out or getting blown out because he should not come in in a situation like that again. Uh, you know, there'll be more arms in the bullpen uh, after the first. But uh, I don't know, that was really frustrating. Uh, tell me what you thought about uh, the way that the game kind of all unraveled at the end, Andrea. Just um, aside from being disappointing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just kind of like, I felt like it went with the the week kind of yeah. like, okay, now we put in all that we needed to, losing a little steam. And, you know, I think the Mets are kind of like that. Once they get momentum, they can run with it. Yeah. And that's why it's disappointing when they do leave men on base, when they don't. When they left a lot they, of men on base today, and that right. was the problem. They, they had the bases loaded in the first inning. They had a couple of men on early. So they could have scored. You know, they lost 5-1 to one today. They could have easily scored six runs before the third inning. Right. But they didn't. And uh, you I know, feel like they lose steam, and I do and feel it, like it, it the is, pitching affects the way that yeah. they play offense. Well, especially when you have a long inning and yes. everybody's standing out there in the field in the sun. It was a day game today. It's very humid in New York this time of the year. So yeah, it it, uh, it was it was very unfortunate, and of course the Phillies made a trade earlier this week. They sent Chooch Carlos Ruiz to the Dodgers for AJ Ellis. Who's this player that is like beloved here in Los Angeles? He must be a really nice guy because he's not a good hitter. And I uh, I did tweet about that, so I opened my big stupid Twitter mouth. I'm like, you know, the the reason why everybody's so upset about the trade from the Dodgers of AJ Ellis for Carlos Ruiz, who is a much better offensive player and he's a perfectly capable at this point backup catcher you didn't trade your main catcher you traded your backup catcher and so as soon as i said that i guess i was begging for uh, aj ellis to knock in a few runs in a key situation <laughs> so that's on me sorry but uh it's I was, all your fault it was definitely my i heard that i'm like you're gonna be kidding me and I was like, you need to keep down on Twitter I, then. I, I, I <laughs> like should apparently... have a Twitter blackout on Mets stuff, you know, unless it's like, hey, good home run, you know. Right. But I, but see, that wasn't even Mets stuff. I wasn't thinking about the fact that the Phillies were playing the Mets and that we were going to, you know, have but to. But it somehow comes back around. It always comes back around to me. So I don't know. And, and I thought we were done with trades anyway. I thought we were past the trade delay. Yeah, really? But, uh, all right. So as we were talking about earlier, we, we head into uh, some important, really important games. Uh, you know, I would say that they've breathed a little life back into the season. I'm not, I'm not uh, calling back my funeral that I called for the season right. just yet. I'm a little bit more, you know, I'll, I'll sit shiva a little bit longer uh, in case, you know, in case we hear a knocking on the inside of the coffin. I don't feel great, but this was a great week, so we got to celebrate this week. But it won't mean anything if you drop three or four to the Marlins. You know, then you're pretty much out of the playoffs. It doesn't matter what you do the rest of the time. So, although, you know, you lose the series to the Marlins and then you win, the, you sweep the Nets, who knows? I won't know what to think if that happens. Right, right. So, I think that we just take a quick look at the pitching matchups, as I said. Jose Fernandez versus Rafael Montero. That's kind of the give me, the gimme game for the Marlins. It's, I feel pretty confident that, uh, that Jose Fernandez will pitch well. But you know what? The offenses look good. 
if Cespedes is back in the lineup, if Neil Walker's back in the lineup, let's hope. and let's hope because as Dribble Cabrera is back, see it is all hard to say. Them, by it the is way. very hard. If they're if they're all back in all the game, three, I'll feel though, really good. We're yeah. huge this they, week. They were so important this week, and to lose any of them, much less all three of them, uh, well, we saw what it was like the last few weeks without <laughs> yeah. them. So, uh, and then uh, we've got Kohler versus Seth Lugo on Tuesday. Excited to see more from Lugo. Yeah, I, I think he's looked great. As I already said, he's one and of I my co-players of the game. And I think it's good that he is, you know, newish to that whole idea because you don't you don't know whether to get down already. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't have like even with Matt's like an attitude about him. You're just, just excited being, like, just to be excited there. It's a great opportunity, there. and yep. uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Tuesday night's game. And we'll probably see Cologne and Syndergaard in the second. Uh, sorry, the third and fourth games against the Marlins. So uh, it's it's a winnable series. It's there for the taking. They need to play the way they did this week. And, uh, you know, we'll know next week at this time. Now, there'll be three games against the Nats, which we'll see, you know, how they play against the Nats. They played so well against the Nats last year and uh, kind of the opposite this year. Uh, now, next Sunday night's game is another ESPN game. So we will not know the <laughs> result of that when we start this game. And let's hope that maybe it's as successful as last week yeah. when there was a Sunday night going on while we were going, <laughs> you know, and we were the good luck for that for that game. So we'll see what happens. It all comes down to what we do here of course. on the show. Obviously. Uh, so, you know, so there's seven games this week. Uh, you you got to win most of them. I don't even know <laughs> if I want to say what needs to happen. But they, uh, it's really important that they win that series against the Marlins. Uh, because they're only one game ahead of them for the wild card right now. And if you can leap over them, then you can worry about what happens to Pittsburgh and St. Louis and San Francisco slash LA, you know? So we'll see though. Uh, So anyway, before we tease next week's show, player of the week for you, Andrea, I already said mine were co-players, Gaselman and Lugo. Asdrubal Cabrera. Yeah. Did you pick that before he got hurt today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because well, he yes. had a great week. Which I was just pissed about Even his last at, the like... at-bat that he got hurt on was a great at-bat yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. it's. Uh... Uh, did you see how hard I was focusing on trying to say that? Yeah. And then they say Asdrubal it. I'm like, Cabrera. these guys are awesome. Well, do you think during the commercial they just work as Asdrubal, 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 Asdrubal? Yeah, right I think now. so, too. I totally think so. That's what they have to my, do. My favorite's still Nemo instead of Nemo. Oh. Like, come on, something's so easy. Finding but you can, Nemo. You just throw yeah. Asdrubal Cabrera off the tongue. We could work anyway. out some tongue twisters for next week. Awesome. Nemo, Nemo, Asdrubal <laughs> right. Cabrera. But anyway, we'll He's figure out. He's totally my guy. I think he really stepped <clears> it up this week. And I think it also shows the rest of the players, like, listen, you know, make some efforts. Because... Yeah, why not? Yeah. This is what no, you're no. paid to do. That's exactly what, what they're there for. And look, they have to be excited now. You know, they've had a good week. They're staying at home this whole week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they should I'm really... a little worried about that, but... Well, I, I don't know. I feel like they, they can be focused. They know how important those games are, but you do have the cape on as, as <laughs> oh you've been gesturing. Uh, now, the worst thing is, by the way, after the Sunday night game, the late game on Sunday night, they're going to play on Monday, Labor Day, a day game in Cincinnati. So they got to travel late to Cincinnati and be on the field at 1 a.m. Lo- uh, it feels like 1 a.m. 1 p.m. <laughs> local time. So we'll talk about that next week. I don't feel good about that. But if they have a good week this week, I'll feel a lot better about mm-hmm. it. Now, you won't be here next week. I won't be here, You will guys, be I'm on sorry. assignment. Mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, I just got a text. I think Matt's actually in prison in Vegas. We don't know <laughs> if we'll see him next. No, Matt already oh, was planning Matt. something for uh, next week. But... 
My friend Melissa Weinstein will be here. Yay. She'll be bringing her cheese plate. Love her. And uh, no cheese for you because you won't be no. here. But you know we'll have her in later in the season. And cheese. How for do everyone. we feel about opening the wine just at the end of the season? Well, let's hope. That let's happens. hope we have to open it before that because <laughs> okay, Reyes has an amazing week. You know, I'd love <laughs> to open it before point. that. Uh, I feel very confident that it will be open on this show at some Soon. point. Soon. Maybe maybe next Sunday, but you won't be here. No, that's what I'm saying. You well, can't. if they have a good week, then <sighs> you're gonna, you know, you can like send us some sad selfies that we'll okay. post. Uh, but anyway, so you won't be here then. But uh, Melissa will, and we'll have some really important games to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, anybody who is uh, on YouTube watching. Uh, stick around for, well, several more hours. Yeah. 10 o'clock tonight, uh, Pacific Time. Andrea will be part of the after show for the uh, MTV Video Music Awards. Although I think they just call them VMAs VMAs, now, right? yeah. Because they were like, don't ask what VMA stands Which, for. Because we don't play videos. By so. the way, when was the last time you saw a video for music? Um, on MTV, like, but I see them on YouTube sometimes. That, People right. will post them. Me too. But I haven't seen one on TV forever. No. I also haven't I watched a so Video funny. Music Awards in the 21st century. Like, I was so excited in high school when they would have it, and I would watch it in college, <laughs> probably right after that. So, like, nowhere in the 21st century do I think that I've watched one. I mean, there would be times where people would be talking about yeah, them. Yeah, And uh, you'd see stuff cooler. online. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes people, you know, on the East Coast are tweeting about things. Like, I, I think there was, like, a, wasn't there an NSYNC reunion at some point recently? I'm sure. And my well, wife Brittany was... Brittany will be on yeah, this one. Oh, uh, well, see, that's less exciting. But my wife was so excited about the NSYNC that's, reunion that's that she's like, when's it going to be on? No, oh I did. Woo. Yeah, she was, like, really serious. That's how everyone feels about Britney. I think anybody who's tuning in tonight, it's because of Britney Spears. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You know. You <laughs> I'll let see, you know how it goes If you want to see Britney Spears, it, maybe that's why Matt's still in Vegas. He's checking out Britney's residency. We got you, Matt. Hollywood. We know, we we know where number. you are. Yeah. Yeah. You're toxic. Anyway, <laughs> for the invisible Matt Raider and Andrea Fasano, at Andy Fasano, on Twitter and Instagram, and doing the VMA After Show at 10 o'clock tonight Tune in. on After Buzz, I'm Christian DMZ, at Christian DMZ. Don't forget that the show is at ABTV Mets. And we will see you next time, same Met time, same Met channel on After Buzz. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys. So, you know, next week we'll see everybody. <laughs> I wonder if, uh, if Steven in the booth Steve? has been taken away somewhere else. <laughs> I'll just Instagram. I like this, whatever this is. There it is. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.